five. More details on the Liberal NDP supply and confidence agreement continue to emerge. And last week, um, interesting development, um, located within the text of that accord was a note that um, government would explore some changes to the way Canadians actually vote in federal elections. Three days of polling instead of just one. Uh, changes to mail-in ballots and some other discussions were brought forward. Um, the person in charge of Elections Canada, Stéphane Perrault, Chief Electoral Officer said, oh, really? Uh, we didn't know any of that and said, you know, for any future changes to the Act, it'll be important to take time to properly consider these kinds of changes. Uh, that's according to Elections Canada. The Chief Officer would look forward to discussing those changes. So nothing is being done at this point, but they are proposals and things that you might expect to hear about prior to the next federal election. The question is, what exactly is on the table here and Why? Why would we need to do this, I think, is the bigger question. So we're going to chat now with Blake Desjardins, who is an NDP MP from Edmonton, Griesbaugh. Uh, Blake, thanks for your time today. Appreciate you joining us. Hey, Shay, it's always a great time to speak to Albertans and yourself, of course. Yeah, an interesting thing that this sort of emerged last week, um, to be honest, that it wasn't on my radar. Why is this something that the NDP and the Liberals think might be a good idea? Why do we need to make changes to the way Canadians cast ballots? That, that's a great question. It's one I think that Canadians should be particularly particularly concerned with. And I think you mentioned Perot just earlier, the the elections uh, the elections Canada officer, uh, elections officer, and he actually tabled a few reports in previous regarding issues they had faced and issues that Canadians faced and long-standing ones. In particular, the fact that many working class people can't actually get to the polls because they're working long hours and they may be working out of the city, for example, or the place of origin. And we have that a lot in Alberta. We have people going to camp. We have people going up north. And they don't ever get to the point where they can cast their ballot and have their voices heard. So we heard a lot about that. And we also heard from Indigenous communities where polling stations weren't even on their, weren't even within their proximity. And so they had 0% voter turnout this last election. You know, Perot did apologize to to Canadians when, when that became very relevant. And, of course, apathy is the final big reason. You know, we see a decrease in people voting overall. And a good sign of a healthy democracy is to see the number of people participating increase. But we're seeing alarming rates of it going down. So we know there's barriers and we have to address them. Um, So let's just walk through a couple of them. Three-day polling, how would that work? I mean, across the country, Mm -hmm. instead of having a single day where, you know, we know the polls are set up from 8 in the morning to late in the evening or whatever the hours are, uh, and everybody shows up, now you're just going to have it open for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Well, of course, it's uh, it's dependent on when an election's called, but if let's assume that it will be on a regularly scheduled election in October, the ideal situation would be, of course, on a weekend where people are the most available, uh, we can't control that, of course. It could end up on a weekday. There's going to be, with three days, of course, folks who will be working uh, some part of their work day. We want to make sure that there's one work day available for folks. And you might know, people might already know, that employers do have to give you some part, some leeway to, to get there. Uh, but some folks just, of course, aren't at their workplaces or their polling sites. So I think three days does provide the maximum level of of, uh, of availability for people, you know, when they, yeah. whether it's their weekend or their workday, they can make it out to vote, and we want to make sure they have the opportunity. Also in the agreement is talk to change the way some of the mail-in balloting is processed. I'm not exactly sure what it means. Are you familiar with what's being proposed in terms of how we handle mail-in voting in Canada? Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of concern, which is legitimate concern, as to when mail-out ballots take place, and of course the transit time between mail-in ballot period and the reading and counting of mail-in ballots. 
And there's a lot of issues because of geography, largely. You know, if I'm mailing something from Edmonton and I'm mailing my mail-in ballot, it gets to the it gets to the election office pretty darn quick. Yeah. But if I'm phoning from, you know, let's say Wood Buffalo, somewhere in Wood Buffalo County, and a rural community, uh, or even southern rural communities, sometimes their their local uh, post office only delivers mail three times, or will collect mail three times a week, or even just once a week. You know, rural Canadians know this. They know how difficult it is to get mail at a reasonable time, but also to get mail to places in a reasonable time. So it would it would require mail-in ballots to look at fairness of rural voters and uh, and the transit time for mail. Um, question. We, we have advanced polling, right, Blake? I mean, you don't necessarily have to vote on the election day, and we give you several mm-hmm. options leading up to the election. I mean, are, 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 I guess the question is, are we not doing enough? I mean, there are ways to do it with advanced polling, mail-in vote, and mm-hmm. your employer has to give you time off to vote anyway. I mean, don't we have a lot of framework already in place here? Oh, I think that we definitely, in our democratic society, have some things in place over the last many years. You know, Stephen yeah. Harper as well helped to, uh, help to amend some of the election laws, help us have more accessible voting. But the reality is our elections officers are still saying it's not enough. You know, Canadians are still not exercising the power that they have and in a healthy democracy it's incumbent on our parliament and all parliamentarians to look at ways we can improve that and make more options available for folks because the the reality is we're facing times where people are feeling voiceless people are feeling their votes don't count and are really feeling apathetic towards the whole system and i think this is a really great way to begin our work in making sure people are better represented people are participating better and I, if I were a voter, and I am a voter, you know, many people want to see our practices and our institutions be more available to people and not big corporations or big, uh, big um, or have to work on the time of big companies, but they want to have the freedom and legitimacy to do uh, their voting when, and when it's most efficient for them. So I think providing convenience is a good thing. Um, in terms of where this discussion sits at this point and where it might go, um, I know it's part of the text of the accord between the Liberals and the NDP. Um, how big of a factor is this for the NDP party? Is this something they'll be pushing forward as part of the deal? I mean, is this? do you think we'll see changes next time Canadians head to the polls, or is this just something that's being proposed at this point? Well, of course, there is a, there's an independent process with the Elections Canada. They're an independent body, of course. So th- we do have to work very closely with Elections Canada and making sure that the proper distance and arms, arms length is there between government and the elections officer. And so I think we're, we're going to, of course, encourage the government to look at reforms uh, with Elections Canada that are going to better position Canadians to have a better say. But of course, the, at the end of the day, it's independent agency, and they're going to take those take that into consideration and the other issues that they're dealing with in in, in, re, in relation to making things more accessible to Canadians. They have committed, though, because of the gross oversight related to the lack of polling stations in northern communities and indigenous communities. How unacceptable that is! Like it's extreme when we think about it. You know, a whole community not having one polling station uh, is, is pretty bad. And, and when we when we see that, we have to be have the courage to correct it. And it's not like well, there's no problem here. It's uh, you know you no no see no evil. This is mm-hmm. real people are are not being able to cast ballots. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, you should have a polling station in every riding. Absolutely. There's no question about it. Uh, and I think some of the concern that people have in the audience, and I'm just getting a bunch of texts here, Blake, is we already do a lot. I mean, it, there's some people that just aren't going to vote. And what about politicians? If if you can't inspire people to actually head to the polls, if you've got apathy among the electorate, is that really because, you know, they have six different ways they can vote, but if they had eight, they'd be more excited about it? 
Oh, I love that your, your listeners are engaged with that discussion because I agree. In rural communities in particular, I'm from a rural community originally. I came from eastern Alberta. We have some of the lowest in around St. Paul area, some of the lowest voting turnout. And and I agree with the, with your listeners. It may be because the candidates aren't inspiring enough. Yeah. But this time we have long-standing incumbents that are taking the election for long periods of time. Like they're, they're sitting in these seats for long periods of time. Look at any of the rural districts in northern Alberta. Some of these MPs have sat there for a very long time and are often getting less than 50% of the vote, more than more, more often than none. And it's a very serious issue when we think about that. So I agree with your viewers, or your, your listeners, sorry, when it comes to, to apathy, it's likely because there's not the right candidates. Yeah, interesting discussion. Blake, I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us. Right on. Thanks so much, Jay. You bet. So Talk to you soon. Everyone. That's right. Talk soon. Bye. That's Blake Desjardins, NDP MP from Edmonton Grease Baugh. And uh, one of the people speaking about this. And as I say, I mean, if you're just joining us, basically what we're talking about here is um, you know that the the Liberals and the NDP have reached an agreement in terms of um, the NDP will support the Liberal government on confidence measures in exchange for some some policy goals. Well, one of the things that's uh, in the text of this accord that they've reached is um, a pledge to explore ways with Election Canada to make it easier for people to vote. That includes the possibility of extending Election Day to three days. Okay, so instead of having, you know, we've this is the day that we vote. Well, now we're going to vote over three days. Um, changing the way that we process mail-in ballots, extending the timelines on those. Um, consideration to allow people to vote at any polling station in their writing. You know how it is now? Here's your polling station that you need to attend. Nope. Now you can go to any polling station. Um, do we need this? This is the question, and I'm all for making sure that anybody and everybody who wants to cast a vote has the right to cast a vote. I think that's fundamental. We can't... Um, we can't deny that, but isn't there not some obligation on the voter here? I mean, it's not like it's all that onerous. Now, of course I live in a city. It may be different if you're in a remote community where, you know, you have to travel to a polling station or whatever the case may be, um, with mail-in ballots, can we not work our way around this with advanced polls, with the fact that employers are required to give you time off from work to go and vote? Does three days instead of one day really make any difference? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this is the issue with why we have apathetic voters or we have low voter turnout. I think more so it has to do with the fact that people are just sick and tired of the whole process. They've had enough of the entire situation. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.